Good afternoon, humans. What am I doing? Okay, so remember when I said that I was going to be doing election coverage? Well, that was a bold-faced lie. Um. So yeah, I, I know I haven't been on uh, to make the podcast in. Whew, let's see. Ah, two months. Ha! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I d- took a lot of time off. I guess. Yeah, I really don't have anything to excuse myself. Um. And I completely forgot to make a list, so we'll be winging it today. Um. I guess the first thing that we can talk about is how Donald Trump lost and. Yeah, most of the people listening would think that that's pretty old news. <laughs> but to some people, oh boy. So naturally, he responded how everybody predicted he would respond. He refused to accept the fact that he lost the election. And so in turn, all of his supporters did too. <laughs> They tweeted and chanted things like "Stop the steal" or "Stop the count" or some weird version of those two phrases. <laughs> Fun. Remember, remember in 2016, where all they could say was "You lost, get over it," or "We won, get over it." <laughs> well. You lost. Get over it. Yeah, so somehow, so they think that the election is unfair because their husbando didn't win. Oh, no. Oh, no, not our Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. Yeah, so people uh, still are acting ridiculous. The the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, uh, a.k.a. that one guy in the library who always wants you to shut up even if you're not saying anything. Yes, he does look like that guy. <laughs> I don't know. I came up with it on the fly. And, um, yeah, no, he only just now pretty much finally admitted, yeah, Biden took the election. Like, we've had, like, how many recounts now? Four? Two? Eight million? Well, anyway, I think we've recounted enough times to know, yeah, no, Biden won the election. So, in other news... People are still dying from COVID, but the vaccine is finally starting to get distributed. Um, Pfizer and this other one that starts with an M. I don't know. Look it up. (laughs) Um, Pfizer and... Yeah, I'll look it up later. (laughs) And then I'll... Actually, you know what? I'm still recording. I'll look it up now. Because why not?
So what are the two vaccines? Uh, yeah, Pfizer and Moderna. So I knew it started with an M, so give me my participation trophy. Give it to me. <laughs> um, yeah, as you can see, I've been a bit moody as of late. Um, but you know what? New year, new me. It is 2021. And hopefully it's less of a dumpster fire than 2020. <laughs> oh, who am I kidding? Every year's a dumpster fire. Um, so... There are some criticisms that I would like to make the Biden campaign. Shock. I know you people are shooketh, but oh man, Biden's not perfect. Who would have guessed? Yeah, no, he was pretty much the lesser of two evils here. Um, most of the time we probably wouldn't have picked the guy. But the other option was, the other option was an orangutan, so did we really have a choice? Um, so Biden's been a little weird when picking out the members of his cabinet. The first, the one that I would like to talk about is Pete Buttigieg. He is, I believe, the first openly gay, really prominent politician who is who is actually the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, if I'm correct. Or was. Yeah, that. Um, and you want to know the part, that, the part of the cabinet he got picked for? Transportation! Because, you know, he'll know so much about transportation. I mean... Being the mayor of all, and all, um, he probably did have to deal with some kind of transportation issue, but I, honestly, was he really the most experienced pick you could go for? Really? He did make, and he's made, and Biden's made more weird, inexperienced picks like this. And we're not, I'm not entirely sure why, but here we are. Um, some other groundbreaking stuff is we can, now that, now that at least the politicians are done freaking out, um, we can talk about how the next vice president is going to be the first ever, ever female vice president, and how usually it's the first and second lady, but now it's going to be the first lady and the second gentleman. So, that's pretty crazy right there. So, that's fun. Um, and you know what? It's New Year's Day. So, how about, how about we see America making some resolutions? I think this year, we ought to resolute to lower our prison population. I've addressed incarceration and all that beautiful, horrible system. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about the incarceration system on a previous episode. Um, 
So you know my stance on that. So I believe that we really ought to have a look at our at our incarcerated population because surprise, they're also humans. <laughs> they're just humans who did bad things once, and you know what? Some of them didn't even do bad things. Some. You can't say that there are absolutely no wrongfully accused people in the prison, because that would be bull. Um, but either way, we really ought to, instead of incarcerate the people who have done things wrong, we should rehabilitate them. And there are some people who will say, Oh, yeah, all that kumbaya stuff. Well, guess what? All that kumbaya stuff is working better than the current system. Studies show that if you rehabilitate criminals instead of incarcerate them, there's a much higher chance that things in life will turn around for them, that they won't go back to doing their crime stuff. Like... There's proof. There's proof out there. There is research, and I encourage you to study on your own to see that. Um. So yeah, basically, there's a lot of things we need to fix. I think we also also need to address climate change. Um, Joe Biden made a comment on fracking. And how we ought to stop the fracking industry, which, if you didn't know, is pretty much how you get like oil, which is a fossil fuel. Now we understand that a lot of immigrant and poor families depend on those jobs for their livelihood, and it would be awful to see them lose their jobs, but. <sighs> The planet's dying. I think that's a pretty big problem. And also, don't you think that with the arrival of renewable energy would come jobs to help maintain the renewable energy? Like you, you don't think that that would happen because it would. So, yeah. And if we're not going to ban fracking, we ought to put a tax on those companies that are doing it. We really, we we need to discourage people from using fossil fuels because we are literally killing the planet that we live on. We are murdering the fragile bubble, like we are in a delicate space bubble. You know, we are literally living in a delicate space bubble. So how about we don't intentionally pop it so that our atmosphere doesn't die and we end up like Venus? Have you seen pictures of Venus? It's crazy over there, and that's exactly where we're headed. Ah! <laughs> yeah, no. I have very strong opinions on the ecosystem. I'm a space freak. So obviously, planets and stars and giant things in space are just the most interesting things to me. And the more I research about space, the more I realize this condition that we're living in—it's like a tiny, and on the cosmic scale, we live in a tiny window. Like we've got a small window of time. 
And that's the time we have on this planet. Right now, we're like speeding up the process of planet murder. Usually, the sun would end up responsible for ending habitability on the planet, but right now, we are very quickly doing it ourselves. <laughs> and we call ourselves an intelligent species, even though we have nukes pointed at one another and we're murdering the planet that we live on and currently we have no other planets that we know of to go to. <laughs> like, at all. Like, if we keep doing this, we're screwed. Forever. <sighs> so, yeah, I think we should probably, um... We should probably just very much stop using fossil fuels. And, yeah, try to... We literally have to chill the planet. The planet needs to chill. I, seriously, we need to chill. I, I'm not even being figurative here. The planet needs to cool down. <laughs> because right, the, the, the way we're going, we are going to be like our sister planet. Which is literally hell over there. Let's see, another thing we need to focus on is our broken education system! Wow, so many broken systems, and yet, we are somehow a first world country. Um, the production of stupid people is often um, because of the broken machines that are used to make not stupid people. Um, we don't have much time left in this episode, but I do want to say we don't get enough funding. Like, at our schools every year, we've got to bring in hand sanitizer and wipes and pencils and, like, pretty much everything that the government should, like, should be supplying the schools. Yeah, we can't even afford basic hygiene products. <laughs> Help. So, yeah, we need to fix our education system. I did have an argument recently with a family member of mine about if the state's in charge of that or the federal government. But where do you think that money comes from? Yeah, it comes from taxpayers, but it also comes from the federal government. So the government needs to give people the money that they need to help our education system grow because believe it or not <laughs> the government is, the federal government is partially responsible for this i mean if i if you look up how much the military makes every year see military budget is like 600 something billion um i'm going to quick fact check to see if I'm right, because I do remember looking it up before, um, but I may be wrong, and I don't like being wrong, because that's bad. <laughs> um, United States military budget, every... Yeah, oh, whoa, okay, 934 billion, okay, yeah, um, yeah, uh... And this is yearly. 
And you, so $934 billion. Do you want to know how much the education system gets from the federal government each year? $68 billion. Yeah. We spend more money on guns than on children. I'll just let that sink in for a, for a bit. Let's just... $934 billion versus $68 billion. Yeah. If we want our kids to grow up and change the world, well, then you need to change first. I think I'll leave it at that. Happy New Year's! <laughs> um, yeah, Happy New Year's, and I hope all of you... Are have had a good New Year's despite everything. Um, and you know what? I I had a date with my significant other last night. And, you know, we looked at each other. And I do remember going, yeah, to a, to a more pog, new, to, for a more pog New Year. And, uh, we toasted over the phone. Don't ask me how. Um, and as our cups clinked, please go with me here. I, I, I just, I, my, my imagination's running wild. Our cups didn't clink. We, we weren't with each other. But anyway, as our cups clinked together, he had a somber moment. And then my significant other drank their Dr. Pepper. And I drank my fizzy, PG-rated beverage. And hoped. Well, anyway, Happy New Year's, guys. Um, see ya. Doink kisses. Bye.